Welcome back to the podcast. If you're a veteran, you might want to listen to this. It'll probably make you mad. It'll probably get you inspired. But if you're under five years in the business and you want to know what four extraordinary new agents have done to stand out, to crush the competition, and to absolutely cement their place in their marketplace as successful agents, you're going to love this breakout session from the Success Summit where I had Phil Gerds, Mark Keller, Ali Vasquez, and Patrick Ferry, yes, my little brother, no competition there, or no pressure there with that last name. But these four people shared some extraordinary insights, some tactics, some hacks, some things that they're doing to absolutely crush it. So whether you're a veteran or a brand new agent, buckle up, listen up, take some notes and decide how you're going to grow your business and take it to the next level. Enjoy this little bonus podcast. So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations and spend the quality time that we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question. And this show is dedicated to the answer. How many of you in this room, how many of you in this room are less than five years in real estate? Raise your hands really high, say aye. Okay, you have four extraordinary people. I have just a few questions for them. And if time permits, we'll do a little audience Q&A. Get ready. We're gonna start with Phil. We're gonna go right down. Can you guys hear me okay? Because it's really weird up here. We're just gonna go right down, tell them who you are, where you're from, tell them how, you know, how long you've been in the business, and how many transactions you're on pace to do this year. You guys got it? We'll go Phil first, just give you guys context. Go. Phil Gertis from Annapolis, Maryland. Um, been in the business for a year and a half, and we're on pace to close somewhere around 75 transactions this year. Okay, so second year in the business, 75 deals. Give him a big round of applause. Boom. Phil sat at the summit last year, like right over here, right? And just got it. Okay, go ahead. Mark Hiller from Niceville, Florida. I'm going on my fifth year in the business and I'm set to close about 120 transactions. So fifth year, 120 transactions. Welcome to the new norm, everybody. Allie? Hi, I'm Allie Vasquez. I'm from Frederick, Maryland. This is my fourth year in the business and I'm on track to close 48. 48 transactions, give her a nice round of applause. And this is a little personal for me because I've known him in his entire life. Patrick Ferry in the house. Tell him, buddy. So I'm Patrick Ferry, and I'm in San Diego. I live in Carlsbad, and I've now, I got my license about three and a half years ago. And uh, I also am a part-time coach. I coach 30 clients. And uh, this year, I will sell right 18, and I hope I can push to 19 or 20 sales. So we're, I'm, on, I'm on pretty good pace right now. I'm pretty excited about it. All right, give them all a nice round of applause. Okay. There's two questions that I get the most when people say, what is it about, you know, starting new, whether I was two months in, three years in, or brand new in real estate? And those questions are always the same. You ready? What are the most important lead sources I should go after? Right? I'm newer. How do I get my business going fast? That's the first question I'm going to ask every one of them. Right? And then I'm going to go through and ask them to tell you, reflecting back on their illustrious career of a year or two or four, 
what were the two or three most important things that they did. So the intent is you're going to get eight to 12 very tactical things that they're doing that you can go deep on. So we're going to start right with Phil. Phil, top leads. So we're just going to go right down that way and maybe I'll mix it up. Top lead sources today. What do you recommend? Top lead source for me is withdrawn and expireds. Withdrawn and expireds. So Phil, go a little deeper. Help them understand from a tactical standpoint, what do you do? What did you have to overcome? Are there any tools that you use? Give us the process. Go deep and tactical with them. So with withdrawals and expireds, the reason I started with that and I said that's gonna be my primary lead source is because I was never a realtor before. So I figured I might know a lot about business, but I know nothing about being a real estate agent. So I let other realtors uh, educate people for me because they knew more than me. And I already knew people. Oh. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. No, that's all right. Do that. Um, but I, I, I let other people educate for me. And then I knew that they, um, I, I knew people were ready to sell because they already tried once. So all I had to do was come in and sell those people on my system. And once I did that, we ended up selling their house for them. Well, what the hell was your system? You were brand new in real estate. Yeah. So uh, for me, it was about creating a story, right? Because I've been watching you for before I was a realtor. So I already, I was like, oh, I know what Tom's going to tell me to do. So I started doing that stuff, create a story, uh, do the best marketing, find the best marketing for that house, right? So not necessarily the best marketing like in general. Out of, in general. Um, and then just find the right buyer for those people. Um, and then as we kept doing it over and over again, what I found was that my days on market started getting less and less and less, and we started selling for more and more and more. And then you said something in August, I don't remember how you put it, but it was about having like a, almost a slogan, I forget what you called it. Uh, but for me it was, we sell three times faster for more money because the average days on market was 52 and ours was 16. So, and then the average sale was like 97.49 and mine was 98.7. So everywhere I went, I'm like, look, we sell three times faster and yet for more money. So give us a go. Do you guys hear that? Do you guys got that? Give a nice round of applause. Dude, this guy's in Maryland. He's a baller. Baller. Okay, so let's go to Mark. Uh, Best lead source. Zillow and past clients. Okay, start with Zillow because let's assume, let's say no one in the room has, or let's, we'll go Zillow slash any online lead. But for you specifically, it was Zillow. Zillow. Um, once I was able to save up enough money to spend money on Zillow. Um, Key distinction. What I had, by, what I had was some, some reviews, and those reviews were end up being critical for me. Right now, I'm up to 126 reviews on Zillow, and over the past two years, I've had 19 come list me or sell me a house calls. That is huge. And, and you know, that's be, above and beyond the spend I'm spending with them. Um, on average, I'm spending right now about 4500 a month. I've got a lender partner with that. Yep. Um, that's another thing. If you're new, get with your lenders. They'd be more than willing to, and happy to contribute to that. Um, the other thing I found with the Zillow for me was when they called, had that initial conversation, and just go show them the house. Okay, let's, let's role play it. And I may come back to you on Inspired. So I'm calling you. Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Hello, this is Mark. Hey, Mark, uh, yeah, I'm just calling. I, the Zillow people passed me over to you. They said you could show me the house on 1234 Banana Street. Yes, sir. Uh, when are you available to see the home? Uh, we could see it uh, as fast as uh, early this evening or Saturday morning. Uh, let's go this evening. Would, would 6 o'clock work? 
Uh, let me check with my wife. I mean, I, it, could, it could work. I mean, is the house going to be ready to go? Well, the house has only been on the market two days, and I think they've already had three or four showings today. So I think it's probably critical we get in there as quick as we can. Urgency, urgency, urgency. Ur- that's all you needed. You guys got that? That house just came on the market. They've already had three or four showings. You need to get on this shit now. Okay, killer. Ellie. Hi. <laughs> so my top three um, lead sources uh, would be my sphere of influence. Um, because, you know, at first, at first I didn't want to tap into okay. them. Ellie, sure. back up and tell them, like, <laughs> what did you do before so they okay. get context when sure. she says sphere. Right. So I was a high school Spanish and Chinese teacher for 10 years. Nice. So now my high schoolers uh, are becoming adults and buying houses. And who better than Senora Vasquez to help them buy a house, right? You all That's want your awesome. high school Spanish teacher to sell you a house? Awesome. Duh. Um, so I didn't want to tap into my sphere of influence because uh, when I first started, I was a little timid and it seemed like they were going with other realtors, but now I've just dug in deep and I'm like, okay, like you guys know my particular brand of crazy and you've stuck around, so let's just do a business transaction together. Um, also, uh, my other is, um, I have a farm. My farm is very complicated. In my farm, there are 22 different languages spoken. Um, I mean, I speak Spanish, English, Chinese, so I, do, I like to think I do the big three, but um, almost all of my marketing is 50-50 Spanish, English, and that's also the split on my um, clientele. 50% Spanish speaking only, 50% English speaking. Or other, other languages, really, because I got a lot. Yeah. And then um, this is something I've never heard like Tom talk about ever, um, but I have what I call my big fish. So because I'm a teacher, um, I can go into places and I, sit, like, I do care about people, contrary to popular belief. But I go in and I say, hey, like, um, I went to the house, the day after I got my license, I went down to the housing authority, and in my town, you can purchase a home if you're a Section 8 recipient, and now I'm the preferred Section 8 realtor. Um, I go to community festivals, specifically Hispanic festivals, and I do a lot of church seminars, because that's where... um, I find that I get a lot of, and then, see, all you have to do is talk to the pastor. You don't even necessarily have to, you know, sometimes they say, like, listen, we don't want the seminar, but you you planted the seed, they're going to invite you back, and they know that you care. So that's kind of how I've gotten my footing. She she just gave you guys a lot of things to think about. Section 8 housing, right? Understanding that your sphere, maybe in the beginning, not going to be ready for you, but, you know, you just got to get be a bulldog, and I love the church thing. We talked about seminars in that 33, so it's beautiful. Okay, Patrick, best lead source. So best lead source right now is Open House. And uh, a little bit of backstory on this. So when I got into the business, Tom was like, you gotta do open houses. My business- No, no pressure, my little brother's yeah. selling real estate. So, you know, my father-in-law, my, my wife and father-in-law are my business partners and my father-in-law, he built his business on open houses. So I'm like, okay, like I gotta do open houses. So I do open houses literally for two years, like almost three a month, no kidding. And I only sold one home. And I was like, I totally am screwing this up. Like what is the deal, right? And so something happened to me and I, I'm actually doing an open house for another agent, a vacant property in my neighborhood that was dragging a little bit on the market. So I called the agent and said, hey, I live in the neighborhood. Let me you know, do the open house. It's been booked every weekend. So I said, I don't care. I'll do it during the week. Right? So I did a couple during the week because I got an opportunity to meet a bunch of neighbors. And that was great, especially in my farm. And then I did the open house like three or four times. And then she refreshed the listing 
they painted it, they staged it. And I was like, hey, give me the Sunday. I got the Sunday. And then all of a sudden, I had like 30 people come through the open house. What I noticed though, this was the game changer, was I had my hyper local content down. Hey, welcome to the open house, Tom. Hey, let me just tell you a little bit about the backstory of this property. Let me tell you quickly about the neighborhood. Here's the things that you need to know. You know, have you seen that property? Do you know about this one? And then, hey, by the way, when you come into the house, here's the things that I want you to notice. Here's a couple of the deal breakers that I've noticed. Here's some of the stuff that I think is the best in this house. And then it was weird. Like I just gave the presentation, right? Because that's, I've done the open house like six times. And then all of a sudden people were just coming back to me and just started zeroing in on me and asking me more questions. And I was like, whoa, this is pretty awesome. So I sold two houses from that open house for 2 million in volume. And I was like, what the heck happened? I spent two years, did nothing, right? I'm trying to follow the script, get everybody to sign in, you know, do all this stuff. And then all of a sudden it shifted. I was like, I was saying things that people didn't know. They couldn't read it on the MLS. And I was engaging them in that content, that information. Then I was having a good time going, hey, you know what? That carpet's a little funky. Don't worry. I got a guy right? Hey, the paint, that costs about. Hey, those windows, this is how much that cost. So all of a sudden I started really sharing a lot of the kind of real estate knowledge. And then the last thing I noticed was I was able to talk about the comps in the area and have good conversation around that. And literally since I've been doing those three things in a presentation, when people walk in the door, I've literally sold like eight homes in the last one year from open houses. It's been off the chart. Great work. Great work, all of you. Okay, so I'm going to go deeper. So I asked all of you to really think about two to three things tactically you did that you know work that you can transfer to the, you know, the men and women inside this room. So whoever wants to go first, and if you want to go one at a time, I'm going to just push it to you guys and say, fight for it. Who wants to share first? Go. So when it comes to withdrawals and expired, I, and I was explaining this in the back, I looked at it like baseball. So in baseball, if you want to make a million dollars or more, a lot of people think that you have to bat 300. I look at it the opposite way. You have to learn to strike out seven out of 10 times. So I walked into this and I said, let me figure out how many phone calls I need to make in order to get X amount of people to tell me no, because I'm guaranteed someone to tell me yes. And then I did the exact same thing, the same formula with how many houses do I need to get into in order to get X amount of people to tell me no, because I'm guaranteed someone to tell me yes. So now I know that I can put in my dialer 10 people, and as long as I have two conversations, I'll get one appointment, and eight out of 10 appointments, I will list. So it's, it's like math to me. So I don't have to sit down and like wonder, oh my goodness, what's gonna happen? I just plug in the 10 people and then make the calls. And one thing I found out with my coach is that even though those numbers are really awesome, there's like a hundred other steps that I'm missing that I'm now gonna be adding in to what I'm doing with my withdrawals and expires. I mean, it's, it's just gonna go to an absolute different level, but that, I think that's really it. And then that leads to my second thing, which we chatted about, which is- Okay, hold, hold on first. You guys wanna hear him role play? Uh, yes, yes. All right, yes, so, yes. All right, so Patrick, you're the expired. Perfect. Ring. Hello. Hey, is this Patrick? Yeah. Patrick, this is Phil with Long and Foster Real Estate. How are you today? 
man, I've had a lot of calls from real estate agents. Just, I'll just save it. We're, we're going to just take a break for a little while. Yeah, that's actually why I was calling and I was about to say, you have probably been getting knocked over your head with phone calls. And I bet the first thing you've been thinking is, where the hell were all these people when my house was actually on the market? I've asked that question numerous times. So where, where were you when my home was for sale? And if you have a buyer, you can for sure bring them over, but I'm not listing my property. All right, awesome. Well, Patrick, listen, I understand why you're upset and I totally get it because you walked into this thinking that you had a perfect agent and they were gonna do everything you needed to do and then they were gonna sell your house, right? Of course. Yeah, exactly. And I'll tell you what, I actually showed your house. So I have a huge buyer pool. That particular buyer wasn't interested. And I really want to get in there and just learn a little bit more about your house before I bring the rest of my buyers in and then market it to other people because I don't want to market the wrong information. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm open on Friday. What time? My entire schedule is open for you. What time Friday can I come by, sit down? You can tell me the best parts of your house. You can and really think about this, tell me why your house didn't sell. And then from there, we'll sit down and talk about whether or not I'm just gonna bring my buyers by or you're gonna let me show you what we do to market houses and how we sell them. Friday's not a good day. All right, great. What day's a good day for you? We can go to Saturday or we can go into next week on Tuesday. I gotta talk to my wife first. I can't make a decision without Perfect. her. Perfect. And like I said, my Friday's wide open, but Patrick, the truth is the rest of the days are really booked. So let's go tentative 10 a.m. on Saturday. If something changes, I'll have my assistant call you on Friday to confirm. But if something changes, we'll just switch the date. Does that sound good? That's fair. It could, you know, can you send me some information? A little, you know, I just need to find out a little bit more about who you are before I let you in my house. Absolutely. I'm actually going to send you my Zillow reviews, and I'm also going to send you my pre-listing guide. So not only are you going to learn about me, but you're going to learn about my entire marketing plan. So here's what I suggest you do, and I'm going to let you go because I know you got 10 other realtors about to call you. So here's what I'm going to let you do. When I send you your listing, my listing guide, go through it and come up with three to five questions that you and your wife want to know. Hey, Phil, how do you do this and how has it worked so well for you? And then we'll go through that and talk. Sounds good. Awesome. See you Saturday at 10. Nice. Damn. Hey, guys. That's a year and a half in the business. You think he's maybe practiced that a few times? What do you guys think? And you hear he was just ripping on all that stuff. He's, and notice he also stood up when he started presenting. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Martin, let's go next. All right. So for me, the Zillow reviews, I think that was, uh, that was a big thing. Um, one thing I did, I created a form that I give to all of my buyers that they sign as we are presenting a contract to the sellers. Okay, Mark, 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 Mark. Say this again. Do you guys hear what he just said? This was, we all freaked in the back of the room. Mark, tell him again. Basically, I created a form that I give to all my buyers when we're getting ready to present an offer. They agree to fill out a Zillow review for me prior to or within 30 days of closing. So Selfie, I give it to them that. as they're signing the contract. It's just another paper to be signed off on. Same thing with my sellers. I give it to them when I'm taking the listing that they agree to fill out a Zillow review for me prior to or 30 days within closing. And again, it's just part of the package. They sign it, no big deal. I've never had to pull it out and hold them to it. Every time I've sent them a review, they've just filled it out. So there's no one that ever says, well, wait a minute, we're not sure, we're not working with you yet, and we don't know. No, and you know, a part of that comes with the service. You know, um, my background is, was from the boating industry. Uh, we were the number one yacht sales company in the world at one time and you know exceeding the expectations of my clients that's number one you know i've got they've got no reason not to fill out that review 
Yeah, yeah, congratulate. That's a killer one. What's in, give us, first of all, is that good, guys? That's like ridiculous. That is a ridiculous. And if you're in Canada, you just say realtor.ca or you say in Europe, Google, right? Google review. You just replace it with the appropriate review, but setting the tone right up front is awesome. Ali, give us one of the two. Or Patrick, you're raising your hand, but I'm a ladies first guy, so. Got to stand up. Okay. Uh-oh, here she goes. <laughs> so number one is video marketing. Last year I was here at Summit and, you know, I said, okay, Tom says do video. Um, so, you know, I was doing video and I felt like I was kind of going through the motions um, so in February, I did like a little series like, oh, prepping your house for the spring market. And I noticed that other realtors in my market were filming videos and I was like, oh God, that's, their sucks. Like it's artificial. I'm not really feeling it. And then I looked at my stuff and I was like, oh my sucks. Like <laughs> I gotta, and so I did what was natural to me. And so on Valentine's day, uh, I told my husband, please take the kids and I'm going in the bathtub and I'm filming a video. And he was like, Ugh? and I was like, oh, no, you're gross. Um, I am actually filming a video for my business page. And I filmed this, which is something that kind of put me on the map, I would say. Show them the video. Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> Good evening, all. It's Valentine's Day, a very romantic day. And I honestly couldn't think of anything more romantic than Sitting in a bathtub talking about real estate <sighs> really gets my juices flowing. I don't know about you, but let's talk about some of the things that I said I was going to cover in my seller's videos. The problem is I haven't been producing them because I've been selling too many houses. I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> but I won't stop. And now I'm going to tell you, hold on one moment. You guys got the idea? <laughs> Give her a big round of applause. So after that, I started doing things that were more genuine to me. So uh, I have a, a series with my lender called Thirsty Thursday, and we have a drinking game. Every time you hear the word credit, take a sip, burping, beer, that's all in my personal wheelhouse. Um, I do a lot of different things and, with video, and I really think, it, obviously I get a lot of comments that that video had like 3,000 views. Um, so yeah, for me, video has been really the way to, for people to recognize you and to kind of get yourself out there. What yeah. did your mother say about nothing, that video? Nothing, And I know she's watching right now. Mom, where's the comments? For real though, for real though, where the comments at? Um, I also, uh, my, my big thing is integrated marketing. So Talk about that. Yeah, so um, I have a farm, on my farm, you know, I said English, Spanish. Um, the first thing that I did after Summit last year was I hired Allison. Allison is my former student, past client, and now she's my operations manager. And she does, I love her, she does all my graphic design, she does all of my video, she didn't edit that video, that was a solo mission. Um, but yeah, she does all of my video and- Wait, were you really naked in the bathtub? Absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so um, integrated marketing has been huge and I follow what Kyle Whistle did. did I have a, um, so yeah, I told you, Spanish speakers is my thing. So I have a neighborhood page, on my neighborhood page, it's only Spanish. Why? To me, that is a marginalized group. They need a place to go. They need a safe spot, especially now. And that's where I get three appointments a week, just being me on that page. Wow. That's beautiful. Give her a big wow. round of applause. Love it. Patrick. 
I think um, I think one of the most exciting things that I've done more recently, and you know, being Tom Ferry's brother, you know, he's doing all this social media, and I'm like, I am such a rookie novice at social media, and it's driving me crazy. So I'm like, how do I get this thing figured out? I'm super analytical, so I'm just trying to like, what do I do? You know, he's posting thousand things he's saying you're supposed to post once a day and I'm like trying to push my clients you got to post once a day but I wasn't and so what happened though is I just heard one really simple bit of advice that's really changed my social media just my personal profile was I, I figured out all I need to do is is figure out four topics that I'm passionate about that represent who I am and that's it and so if you go to my you know obviously you'll see my kids super passionate about them then you'll see, you know, I've been doing stuff with my dog. I have a Hungarian Vishla, which is, which is a lot of fun. And then, you know, I have like soccer. And then I have real estate. And it's just, it's very easy now is because I have a nice variety. People get to sense of who I am. And then, you know, then now I get like way more engagement, more than I've ever had. And it's just, all it is is just me being me, but I, I have my topics. Like, and those are my go-to. Now, don't get me wrong, social media to me, it's like every post is 100%, it's about building my business. It's about building my brand. I'm not, not one post is ever random or, or just an accident. So for example, today, right, don't miss any more opportunities. So when Tiffany Bova was on stage, what do you think I did? I'm like, okay, I've got one of the top experts in the world in, in called Salesforce up on stage. How do I leverage that to improve my brand, not only to my agent friends, but also all my sphere in San Diego who, they don't know me from Adam, right? And I'm not even from San Diego, so I'm trying to build a reputation as a, as a guy in San Diego. So I grabbed a couple shots of Tiffany Bova, and then I'm gonna write some things about, hey, learning some amazing stuff from a top expert in Salesforce on how to delight more customers. Right, that was a perfect moment. I, I'm gonna, I, already, I'm gonna, I already posted it. And so that stuff is really starting to make a difference because my sphere that I'm me meeting now in San Diego, they're starting to go, whoa, like, dude, you're, you know, like, hey, how's the market? What, what are you doing? And, and so I'm starting to get a lot more referrals now because my engagement is way up, but I'm also really focused on building kind of the Patrick Ferry real estate agent brand in a, in a really interesting way. And then again, one more thing on the, on the, uh, on the social media, no more open house, one to four, you know, come, come by and see me, right? We've all done it and it gets no engagement. So I, I was cracking up the other day. I'm going into an open house. It's hot as heck, right? It's, I'm going into Vista, which is a really hot area of North County. The house has no AC, right? And it's Sunday. I'm like, oh man, like I am not excited about this. And I'm like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? So I get to the house, I'm sweating. I put out a bunch of signs and I'm like, oh, gosh, what am I gonna do? So I'm like, I gotta just go out there and take a picture. And I did this super funny face with my sign in the background. And I'm like, no one can you know, uh, you know, uh, judge my commitment to sell this home. It's 90 degrees in, in Vista San Marcos, right? And I am sweating, this house has no AC. And it just went blew up. Cause it was funny, it was real. Now I had the sign in the background, but I wasn't like, hey, open house in Vista, one to four, come visit me. Mm -mm. 
right? And so that's like one out of maybe five posts and it goes bananas. And now I'm having a lot more fun with social, whereas before I had a ton of anxiety and I was feeling super guilty, like I'm not posting enough, I'm not posting enough. So pick your main topics and then just start having more fun with those. That's what would be my recommendation. And it's really starting to build my brand as a real estate agent in San Diego and that's what I need. Love it. Give them all. This is really good, guys. This is really good. Okay. I got four minutes, so you got one minute each. I either want the next best point, Phil, next best point, Mark, or I want the biggest mistake they need to avoid. The shit you did that you're like, oh, you with me? Because we learn times, you know, more from our mistakes, right? So whoever wants to go first, Allie, Mark, whoever. Hey, it's Tom. If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me say repeatedly over and over again, we are living in the review economy. That's right. Consumers are making decisions based upon reviews. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the minds of more amazing people just like you. You can help. Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a review? Tell them what you think. Hey, one star, five stars, make up your own number of stars. Totally fine by me, but please go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now, let's get back to the show. Because we learn times, you know, more from our mistakes, right? So whoever wants to go first, Allie, Mark, whoever. I'll just, so I made a ton of mistakes in the beginning, right? It was, I've lost way more business than I've ever closed. So I just, for, for if you're a new agent and you're like, hey, I lost a deal. I got fired by a client. I've got fired by numerous clients, right? And I'm a coach, I've been in the industry for 15 years, but I've only been selling for three and a half. But listen, I just want you to know that that's okay. But the one mistake, please do not make that I made, which is once I got in the business, I was like, I'm gonna try some of this, I'm gonna try some of that, I'm gonna try some of this, I'm gonna try some of that, I'm gonna try some of this, oh my God, this is really cool, I'm gonna do some of that, and oh, I need to learn all of that, and I need to learn all this, and literally, I did nothing, and my coach was like, get your ass on the phone and drop everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I haven't sold anything in six months. This is disaster. So. Can anybody relate to that, by the way? The, I gotta try this, I gotta try that, I gotta get ready, I gotta start. So that was perfect. Yes, please. Once I narrowed it down and kept it simple and just focused on those two or three things, and that's it, that's when my production started going up. So avoid the distractions. Yeah, whoever wants to go next. Biggest mistake or another killer point? I agree with Patrick 100%. You know, the biggest thing for me was shiny penny syndrome. You know, the next new lead source, the next thing, I got to try this, I got to try that. Instead of just focusing on my database and, and picking up the phone and making those calls. 100%, 100%. And when did you start with Zillow? How long ago? Uh, it's been about two and a half years. So you, you started pretty early in this. Yeah, well, I, I ended up getting a, a, in a partner referral program where I wasn't spending the money. I was just kicking about 50% back yeah. to, to the other guy who was spending the money. So to me, that was my entryway. But as soon as I saw how easy those leads were coming in, I got rid of him as quick as I could. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Allie, Phil, biggest mistake or a point you want to share? Uh, a little bit of a blend. Even though I know my numbers with withdrawns and expireds, I don't. I only probably do 70 to 85% as much as I could, even though I'm 100% aware of what my numbers are. So my tip would be to hustle in every way. I have been a business owner since I was 17 years old. So when I'm out here working, 
I'm not working because I'm just bored. I'm working because I have two kids and a wife that really want to eat tomorrow. So the example I'll give, and I'll do this real quick. If you have a hand, put it like this in the air. You, everyone just work with me. Awesome, now put it down. Now I'm gonna ask you a question, just do it. Everyone here, raise your hand as high as you can and hold it there, as high as you can. Okay, right from there, just go, don't do more, just keep it up, but go two inches higher, but don't do any more than two. All right, so if you just moved your hand up, you're my 20 to 25%. Because the first thing I said was raise your hand as high as you can. So I'll just show you, can I show something? This would have been the answer. You see? That's hustle all the time, 110,000% all the time because you want your wife and kids to eat. So that's it. Sorry, man, that was just hitting people like, and I was even like going, yeah, because I knew where you were going. Yeah, I saw. Hustle's a factor, right or wrong, guys. Okay, you already know what I'm going to ask you. Say, turn to your buddy and say, this is my business. Hey, 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 hey. I didn't see your hand. My business. Thank you very much. Don't think I'm not watching. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I would definitely say you have to be yourself. Um, if getting naked in a bathtub is not yourself, then you do you. But I mean, so uh, I come from a family of all teachers. When I said, hold on, Allie, could you imagine if right now we had like 7,000 agents suddenly do, do the naked bathroom? Do it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I came from a family of all teachers. When I quit and I said, I got two months because I'm on summer pay, all I had was me. And so, you know, my dad was a teacher and my dad said, no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah. And so I put myself out there. Tom, you saw my brand video. I definitely make sure that people know that I am there for them. Um, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but Hispanic people have been getting shit on a lot recently and I'm over it. And so it is 100% my commitment to be there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Viva la raza. <laughs> but... Um, Look I'm, at you, you even start to sway. <laughs> yeah, but... Splish, uh, oh, splash, though. Uh-uh, put despacito, come on. But my thing is, is that, you know, you have to, you know, I, in my, in my market, there's a lot of what I call Barbara's and Doug's, right? Barbara has, you know, a perm and, and shoulder pads, and she gets all the business because she's been around forever. But she's not doing it anymore. Like, she's not doing the business. Doug's got tassel loafers and they mansplain everything to you. Like, that's not my bag. I got blue hair, I got tattoos, and I'm batsh nuts. But I'm also Ali Vasquez, La Mujer de las Casas, and I'm a bad Thank you. Okay. <laughs> we only have two minutes. I got time for one question. Who's got a question? We only got two minutes. Who's got a question? Okay, I'm coming right to you. I'm going right here. Sorry, it's the only one. I got to do one question. Okay, Virginia, hold on. Yeah. Okay, hi. So I'm a new agent, four months, and I'm doing pretty good. I've taken 12 listings, but when I lose the listing... Wow. Yeah, you should be up here. <laughs> wow. Get it, girl. So when I have lost a listing, I usually will ask, you know, why, you know, why did you choose another agent? And I always hear the same thing. Basically, you know, we interviewed six, it was between you and another, and you just didn't really have, we didn't see a lot of experience, because I don't have any Zillow reviews or no sales yet. And so how do you overcome, like, what's the objection? Yeah, so objection handling, whoever, Phil, go. Connection, 
right? So if you saw when we were doing that role playing, when I asked him a question, I was always doing this. You saw that, right? Yeah, right. So now you're even doing it. So my, my goal from the moment I get on the phone is to connect. For example, I said hell, but it was only because I realized he was mad. So if I was happy, I would have irritated him. So I just got mad with him, right? So connect, connect, connect. I've gotten listings where I know the other agents. I personally know them. And the flat out truth is they're better than me. And I still got the listing because when I left there, those people felt like I just was part of them. You know, I'm, I'm, we're family now. So connect. Who else has got a point? What else would you guys say to her? I would say that, you know, I, I brought up, when I first, you know, a lot of people, I told you my sphere of influence, they were like, Allie, you're still a new realtor. We know exactly the day you got your license because you posted on social media. I would just bring up Tom's name. I'd be like, did you know that I'm connected to a gigantic, you know, like we're learning these things that like agents in our market, they, they never even dreamed of. Like I would bring up that like, I got all this stuff, like I would take out my notebook and be like, look, this is all that's going on. And like, you know, you can do your business with Barbara and Doug, but, but this is cutting edge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So you got a couple tips there. All right. Can we give this panel an extraordinary round of applause? Woo! Yeah, boys. Yeah, boys. Well, there you have it. Thanks so much for listening to us again, live from the 2018 summit. It's about getting connected. You know what it is? I think shows like this and people like you and I, we just don't want to reinvent the wheel. We are big fans of R&D. No, we're not talking about research and development. We're talking about ripping off and duplicating. And certainly in this segment, you've got a ton of ideas that you can go back and essentially cut their head off, change the phone number, hit print and go. R&D, my friend. R&D, R&D, because that's what the best do in this business always. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you on the next podcast. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.